You're listening to the Savvy Stylist Podcast, the podcast that helps you transform your hairstyling hustle into a profitable business. I'm your host, Cherie Marie. Let's get to it. Hey, hairstylists. I want you to know that you absolutely can handpick the clients that you want to style and work with. There is an art to selecting your ideal clientele. And today I'm sharing the tactics that I used to select clients that I love styling and working with. When I was a cosmetology apprentice, I worked with a hairstylist that had a very specific clientele. Her clients were within a specific age group. They were professional women and they worked in different business industries But one thing they all had in common is they did not play about their hair. I worked with this hairstylist and I worked with her clients and I paid very close attention to their conversations, the request uh, that the hairstylist and the clients had. And I just, I paid attention to their overall relationship. It was very professional, business oriented, but it was fun. And I appreciated that. That's when I began to understand the importance of having a ideal client, somebody that you really love working with, where you're excited and happy when you see them coming through the door. When I was an apprentice at this point, I knew that my ideal client was also a professional woman. She was a woman age 30 plus, and she needed her hair styled bi-weekly, if not weekly. She didn't play about her hair either, and she needed her hair to be on point for her business meetings, her professional presentations, or any other professional activities she had going on. I became very clear about that, and that clarity allowed me to hit the ground running when it came time for me to build my own clientele. Selecting your ideal clientele as a hairstylist is crucial. It is literally like the building block for building a successful and satisfying hairstyling career. When you master the art of selecting your ideal clientele, because this is a art, it is a skill. When you master this art, you'll partake in the power and the success that comes from working with clients that you love. This selection process uh, can help you Reduce your chances of burnout, unhappiness, and dissatisfaction with your career as a hairstylist. You'll be able to attract and work with clients that align with your skills, with your style, and your preferences. So there's a few tips, tactics that I used that I'm going to share with you now. Number one, we've already discussed, you'll need to define your ideal client. You'll need to clearly define who your ideal client is. And when I say that, I'm not just talking about, you know, where do they live? Where do they shop? No, not that, not the fluffy stuff. When you define your ideal client, you need to really understand who they are. What do they value? What problem do they have? And how can you solve that problem? Really think about it. So if I go back to the example I gave of when I decided to to define my ideal client, the problem they had is 
And some might look, may not look at this as a problem, but the problem they had is that they needed their hair styled weekly or bi-weekly for their professional activities. Most professional women are not styling their own hair at home. They would like for someone to do their hair professionally for them. If, they're, if they don't have the skill and the knowledge to do it themselves, that can be a problem for them. So that was the problem and I was the hairstylist to solve it. I was able to provide weekly and bi-weekly appointments so that they could always look their best when they're attending their professional functions. Think along those lines. So number one, define your ideal client. Number two, you want to define your niche. Now, some people are not fans of niching down, but I am a fan of niching down and niching down actually worked and works. Determine your niche within the hairstyling industry. When I first became an independent hairstylist and ventured out on my own, at first I was doing everything. I was doing extensions. I was doing hair color. I was doing braids. You name it, I was doing it. And as a result, I began attracting some not so desirable clients. And I started to feel burned out. When I niched down and focused my skills on what I was actually good at, I started to experience pleasure and ease when I would come into the salon to work. So I want you to think about what you are really good at. Are you particularly skilled at cutting? Is it hair color? Are you best at working at specific hair types? Think about what you are really good at, what you are really passionate about, and understand that knowing your niche will help you to target clients that are seeking your specific expertise. You're specifically targeting clients who want what you have or want what you offer, want what you can do for them. You want to work with those people. So number two, define your niche. Number three, you'll want to identify your style and your aesthetic. Okay, so with this one, I want you to understand that the way you present yourself to the world, your unique style as a hairstylist is speaking to people. It is communicating to people. So this includes any types of hairstyles you excel at, your preferred techniques, your overall vibe that you create. Your style will attract clients who resonate with your work, who resonate with your look. Now, this may sound weird, but many of my clients, for example, are very similar to me. Most of my clients, for example, have long, thick hair. They prefer to wear their natural hair and they are concerned about heat damage and prefer to remain chemical free. That is me. That is how I am. And that is what I was communicating through my marketing, which caused them to be attracted to me and book an appointment with me. Remember that like attracts like. Okay. Number four, offer consultations, provide free or low cost because you can charge for your consultations if you're not already, but offer free or low cost consultations 
to potential clients. And this will allow you to assess their needs, to discuss their preferences, and determine if you if you both are a good fit for each other. And it's also an opportunity for you to get to know the client and for the client to get to know you and your approach, for them to understand who you are as a hairstylist and how you do things. And then they can also decide if they want to move forward with the client relationship. So that's number four. Number five, set clear expectations. So during that consultation, you want to clearly communicate, not only during the consultation, on, on your website, in your, your link in your bio on social media, you want to clearly communicate your services, your pricing, and your policies. Make sure that your potential clients and your clients know and understand what your expectations are. And this will help you and the client to make sure that you're on the same page, that there's no misunderstanding. They know what to expect. Okay. Number six, during that consultation, you also want to kind of screen clients. You want to assess whether the potential client's expectations align with your skills and your, your service offerings and your product offerings. So if a client desires a specific hairstyle and the expectations fall outside of your expertise, it is absolutely okay for you to refer them to another hairstylist that may be a better fit. And this is why it's also important to build relationships with other hairstylists within the industry, which leads me to my last tip. Number seven, make sure that you are networking within the industry. So attend industry events, workshops, seminars, You can even do this on social media. Connect with other hairstylists, with other salon owners, with other beauty professionals. Networking can help you learn from others and also gain referrals. You can build relationships that will build your business. They'll send you people. They'll send clients to you and you can send clients their way as well. But they're sending you clients that are your ideal clients because you've built that relationship with that other hairstylist and you've had conversations you know and understand what they desire and they know and understand what you desire so they're not going to send you clients that don't fit your ideal client profile the power that you'll gain from artfully selecting your clientele will help you reduce no call no shows reduce your chances of burnout it'll help you to build lasting relationships and you'll be able to make more money when i first started building my clientele again i started out doing everything and the the more you learn you start to do better when you know better you do better and when i started to build those relationships with my clients, with other hairstylists, and really set boundaries, everything started to fall into place. And I was able to artfully, like handpick the clients that I wanted to work with over time. Remember that building a strong client base takes time and effort. This is not something that is going to happen overnight. You may have to kiss a few frogs 
before you get to the prince or princess. <laughs> That's just the nature of the business. But you can strategically select your ideal client and you can nurture those relationships. That way you can create a fulfilling and successful hairstyling career. Hey, hairstylists. Thank you so much for listening to the Savvy Stylist Podcast. Be sure to leave a rating and review on Apple. And if you'd like to hear more from me, go to SavvyStylist.co. That's SavvyStylist.co and join the community. Talk soon.